this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Virtual episode of Teen Mom OG's After Show. I'm your host, Mackenzie Fain, and I have a great panel today. Want to introduce yourself, Bree? You see the Team Mom Young and Pregnant after show back in the day and a little bit of the Team Mom 2 after show. Me and Mackenzie actually used to host that a couple, I think a couple years ago back at the studio. Yeah. So yeah, excited to be here today. So exciting. I mean, there's this episode of Teen Mom OG. We have, we're going to catch up with the first couple episodes and then we're going to jump right into season eight, episode 16 to the rescue that aired last night. This season so far for me has just been such a whirlwind. I feel like they're jam-packing so much into this season so far, which is so exciting for us viewers because that's exactly what we want to see when we watch Teen Mom OG. All the drama, and that's what they're giving us. So this episode um, for me was just insane, but let's back up a little bit, and we'll I'll just refresh your memories um, on what has happened thus far in the first couple episodes. We're not too far into the season, But um, we have Mackenzie, who um, has a lot of issues with her husband, Josh. He admits to cheating, um, which was a huge shock, I feel like, for her, obviously, and for a lot of us. Um, Mackenzie says she's done in in one of the episodes before. She talks about wanting a divorce, you know, filing papers. Um, And to me, it seemed that Josh's or Mackenzie's family was extremely extremely supportive of Josh and just very forgiving. Um, I know a lot more so than my family would ever be. Um, what do you think, Bree? Like if you, if your husband cheated on you, would your family back him because you have three kids? I think, uh, I think, you know, my parents are traditional, so they would definitely want us to, you know, maybe take the appropriate steps. I don't think they would have forgiven like McKen, uh, yeah, like her family did. I think that more so than her family, though, I was, like, surprised at how her friends were reacting. Because they were kind of, like, upset with her, almost, for being upset with him. Oh, my God. Thank you. Because I literally was sitting there, and I'm like, these friends are... I understand supporting your friend, and I understand, like, wanting her to have a happy family and everything. And I don't don't so much want to say that they should have pushed her out of this relationship, because... They, they have gotten back on track and they're doing a great job, but I do think it's it'd be nice to be mindful of what he has done and that 
there needs to be some repercussions and there needs to be a buildup. Yeah, like I think you could have said, hey, I, I completely understand where you're coming from and you have every right to react in however you choose. I do feel like you like you guys going to some counseling or something or doing this retreat could be good for you and just to find out where you stand. But again, I support you in whatever you choose to do. Like that kind of response would have been much better in my opinion. Oh, I totally agree. Um, I mean, Josh does want to work on things with, with Mackenzie and he sends her flowers and to like her sister who she's FaceTiming, Whitney, it's like a huge deal which just blew me away. I'm like, like the littlest thing. Yeah, flowers is nothing. I feel like that every day. I feel like this is like so many people in this um, franchise, like or at least in this season right now. The whole thing is like I should be able to do whatever I want, and there should be no like repercussions for what I do. Like I feel like every single story almost has someone like this in it right now. Yes, I totally agree. It's crazy um I mean I am very proud of her I will say for what you know putting her foot down and finally getting to the point where she feels like she can leave him and wants to leave him because I feel like when you get to that point where you can say I don't need you I don't need to stay in this relationship then that's when you can kind of figure out if you can work past it or not because that there's not this whole I need you I need you I need you kind of deal going on do you know what I mean sorry I'm making sure I mute so that I don't get any feedback in the meantime but yeah oh. absolutely totally understand what you mean because like like I, it's nice that he's stepping up now but it, sh- it shouldn't take this to step up and I no. just I worry about the future for them like is hopefully he's changed hopefully this we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass just like knocked some sense into him and he like came you know it seems like you know he's gotten really just so a come to jesus moment but i don't know there's there's still that little fear that like what if this is just for now yeah because you think of how typical is it is once the once one significant other gets over the other um then it's the chase then it's okay now there's a chase so now i want to be with them so that's yeah. where it gets sticky. You just don't know. Is he just and being him, like this? Him leaving his son's birthday was such a... Mm, to me. I could... Like, that spoke more to me than like, oh, I get, got you flowers and now I want to go on this marriage retreat. Like, the fact that you couldn't stick around for your son's birthday, for at least for him to sing happy birthday. Yes. Oh, I, that broke my heart so badly. Um Another part that really broke my heart, too, though, and it really put into perspective. I mean, she does have three kids with him. And when Gannon says, Mommy, I want Daddy to come home because he's not living there. You know, I didn't ever think of that point or part of it. Like, Mom has to deal with the kids missing the dad. And what do you say to the kids? Your dad cheated? Like, no. 
so it's confusing. And then it's like the mom just wants the happy family. She just wants her kids to be happy. So it's so difficult for her. And I do. Feel yeah, it's it. it's definitely not easy when you have kids. No. Um, another point in the these leading up episodes that really, really rocked me. Um, and I don't know about you guys out there watching, but this floored me. I was almost. I was almost so mad watching this part that I'm going to talk about um, that I almost needed to like take a breather from it because I was so aggravated. And it was the part, the, the scene where um, Bentley goes golfing with Ryan McKenzie and his grandparents, Jen and Larry. And, um, you know, Ryan is just so immature. And I think we all know that. And I think that's been like established throughout very clearly but this just took it to a whole nother level I mean he's bickering with Bentley over and I don't really know golf terms but they somebody was up one putt or two or something and they're arguing over one or two and Bentley is very adamant about that it's one and Ryan's like laughing at him and just talking down to him telling him um no, it's two and blah, blah, blah. And just laughing at him. And you can just see Bentley's getting so frustrated and Mackenzie is joining in on the laughing and Janet, like nobody's sticking up to this kid. And I just could not think, could not help myself, but think what is Macy going to say when she sees this? Because it's literally like this little 10 year old boy is getting bullied by his dad. And it was so sad to watch. And, and his dad sits there afterwards. And it's like, Oh my God, we had such a great time. It's like, did you not read the room? Like, oh, your parents were getting mad at you? I was surprised that his wife, like, Mackenzie, wasn't understanding what was going on. Me too. You said it. Because I couldn't believe she was sitting there laughing. But, and I hate I hate to be the one to say this, but, I mean, it takes somebody to be with somebody like Ryan. I mean, he's met, he's shown his true colors so many times that there's no way to give that guy like any hope I feel like and I always really have liked Mackenzie his wife and I thought she, I think she's great um and stable and a great mom and all these things but that to me was like okay well maybe they are meant to be because to laugh at an, a 10 year old like that in that manner is so insane to me and also just like you're you're just be it's like you care more about winning that's what it felt like. You care more about winning than this quality time you're spending with your son and to have like a good impression of your son. And you're so wrapped up in that, that because you had fun because you won, like you're not even, you're oblivious to everything else. And the thing is he's 10. He doesn't, I don't know who was really right. I wish somebody that like, if you guys are out there and you know golf and you could have understood who was right in that situation, let us know in the comments below. Yeah, we, we do have some thought. people in the chat right now. We have Charlie M., uh, Michelle Bowser, and Jean Wilson. Jean says Ryan really doesn't know how to be a parent, which is 100%. No. That is 100% true. And it's like, I was just going to say to that point, because he could have taken that opportunity to explain to him in a in a loving way why that's not right or why, why he's wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know. I think Benley's right, but that's just me. <laughs> I don't know enough about golf. <laughs> me either. <laughs> but um, we move on to Cheyenne's situation where Matt has a change of heart about living together and he wants to move in together. Do we think, 
and maybe some people can reply in the chat. Do we think that Matt wants to move in with Cheyenne because he's having a hard time finding an apartment? <laughs> or I mean, maybe, but I also feel like uh, maybe it's because it's on television. It feels like they've been together a while. And if he's going to make the step to move out to L.A., I don't really understand why she wants to put a halt on moving in together. Yep. I totally agree. Um, and she had been asking for it for so long. But, um, you know, if you do follow the show, you do know that they're not together anymore. And we're obviously going to walk through with this season their breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's apparent. So I think it's it's very clear to us to be able to know that they're, they're not together and to realize that these are the things that were happening. Yeah. It feels like if you feel this uncomfortable with you guys of being together that long and he's going to make this move out to L.A., which it seems like he's making the move for her, not for himself, then if you're having hesitations about that, then you maybe should have rethought the relationship at that point because it would suck for him to move all the way out and then you weren't feeling him anymore. But maybe he was not just moving for her, so. Well, I guess we'll see how it plays out then. I don't really know. But... Another thing um, we want to touch upon is the fact that Corey tells Cheyenne her focus has shifted and it's not on Ryder anymore and apologizes. Um, and, you know, that situation was insane to me. Baffling. Um, Baffling. I, I get where he's coming from. I do have to say that. I get where he's coming from. I get that he is a stricter parent. I get that there's one in every, you know, parenting situation or two or whatever but he just has no right to have said it the way he did but he caught himself and he apologized so i give him credit i don't know like i i understand being like concerned why like when he was explaining it like i want us to be the same rules and have the same boundaries at both of our houses so that she doesn't feel like she can get away with certain things here or so that she doesn't come over to my house or your house and act a certain way I got that, but then saying you're not present enough when Cheyenne, like, literally is in this child's life, like, I would say, if if we're narrowing it down, because I can't think of it in week terms, but, like, say within a day, if a day was a week, she's there 22 of the 24 hours. Yeah. And yeah. and Corey, like, I mean, Corey's a great dad, but he's he's not as present in, the, in her life. He doesn't have as much custody. So, and, you know, we've, we've seen in the past where he's not there. He goes on trips and stuff, and... And don't get me wrong, I think Corey's great, but it just that statement and the way he said it in that way just was out of line to me. So out of line. Yeah, I mean, it really was. I I think it's hard for us to understand, but then if you put it into perspective a little bit, like Corey's ego is a thing. And I think in that conversation, he had good intentions at first and then his ego caught up to him and he just kind of word vomited probably. And it just didn't come out very well. Yeah. It's like, especially you had time, put the conversation in your head before you actually have it. You had a conversation with Taylor about it before. How did this come out? Well, Cheyenne seemed to take it. Like she felt like a little like "Mm," about the conversation at first, but she seemed to be like, okay, I'm going to go with you until he said that one thing. Yes. Yes. I mean, and how could you not? Yeah. Um, so Cheyenne puts on this amazing event to raise money for VLCAD, um, this genetic or 
this rare disorder that Ryder has been dealing with since birth and she's talked about it a lot. And I mean, this girl can put on an event. She did an amazing job. So that was really, really cool to see. Um, Kate had planned um, a surprise anniversary trip to Hawaii for her and Tyler. Surprises him with a val, val renewal, which was so cool, so beautiful. I love Tyler. I think he's just so... I'm so happy so- that they're still together. I'm happy yeah. that they've been able to work things out throughout the years because I feel like they're the only couple still together with this entire franchise. Yeah, it's insane. They need like an award, a Team Mom award. <laughs> Like, I wonder, um, like, not, not to veer off subjects, it's just I do wonder if giving up their first daughter was, is the reason that they were able to stay together. Because it didn't I have that would, added stress. I would probably, like, I would probably say I would be 95% sure that that is true. Like, if they had kept her, I don't, I don't think their lives would have panned out this way. Yeah. True. I don't but um okay so amber big huge crazy scene that we all are dealing with this whole season is her fight with andrew um and this whole domestic violence case with james involved her baby and you know i mean this is just a lot to take in um but we have a whole episode to fit right in here. Now, this is last night's episode. We're going to go into season eight, episode 16 to the rescue. We start out with Amber's audio audio from the fight is leaked on the internet. Um, And it's the fight between her and Andrew. And she's saying, "Um, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to blow you up. And he's just like, can you not do this in front of the baby? And she, I mean, she just lost it. So now in the beginning of this episode, the producers kind of do this thing where they take you through all the other teen mom's reaction to this leaking footage or um, audio. And, you know, I really applaud Corey because I think he said something really great. He said that he feels like Andrew was poking her. And I do agree with that. And I I agree with all the girls. So essentially all of them really just say that it wasn't right. It was wrong, but she wasn't in the, she, she has a problem. Like she's going through something and it's, it's bad and she needs help. Um, And I think it's so right. I think Andrew knew that. And I think he like poked and prodded her. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense at all, but um. What, do you have any thoughts, Bray? I mean, I'm just going to call it to the chat a little bit here. Uh, Jean yeah. in our chat is saying, you know, totally he's team Andrew on this. Um, Amber can't ever accept anything she's ever done wrong. And, like, I understand that, that she does have a mental issue and I, or mental issues. And I understand that maybe he's blowing things, you know, at, or taking things to an extent that he shouldn't take it to. But I do agree. And I think even... Um, uh, I'm like, why well, Gary said it too, is like, what you did is not okay, and yeah. you can't keep blaming. Well, I have these issues, and that's what. So people need. It's almost like sometimes she makes it sound like because I have these issues, people need to be okay with me reacting in these ways. To and I. No, that's the perfect way to say it. I feel like because that's so true. 
you you can't use it as a crutch as well because there's really no excuse for it but i did really also like what macy said she said you know he should have been helping her not recording her and egging mm-hmm. her on yeah the way he is reacting i don't also agree with and i don't think no. that it's fair to use your child as a tool which is i feel what he's doing but i think and i do i like that we have amber on the show as a way to bring light to mental illness and to shed a light on how to things can go and that because I feel like people don't have education on it but I think that when it comes to to this kind of scenario where it's a violent scenario that a child was involved with like that's it's making it gets it gets to an uncomfortable point oh my god I yeah absolutely it's insane um and you know when it when you do when you do bring a child into the mix it just kind of changes everything i think um you know caitlin even she says she realizes you know that she's having some triggers with hearing it from her childhood which makes a lot of sense and she doesn't know how to support a friend going through something like this so she goes to her psychiatrist for help um and I just have to say, I usually have such an issue with these psychiatrists and therapists that these people bring on the show. But this one I really like. In the past, Caitlin has had the worst therapist ever. I've always like been like, these people should not be doing their, their, this for a living. Um, but, you know, I think it's hard too because Leah can comprehend a lot now and then Amber gets embarrassed and I really like how Gary, you know, kind of puts his foot down in these situations and he's like, well, you can't hide under a rock. Like she needs you. Life still continues. And that's, that's it. Just cause you're embarrassed doesn't mean you can just go hide. Yeah. Um, and then Gary visits her and helps her and, you know, pretty much makes her go to um, anger management in this episode. And I thought it was so, so great. I, yeah. I do. I mean, those are the things like that I don't understand with Amber is that how to this point has she not, like she goes, to, she's gone to therapy for so long. And I need, I have to assume that they're trying to give her coping tools that when she gets to points where she was that night, that she can like walk away or do something to, so I'm glad that she went to anger management because hopefully that'll give her tools in the future. But I, how is she, I just, it makes me kind of frustrated that she hasn't gotten those implemented yet when she knows she has this violent past. So think about it. She goes through these cycles. Amber goes through these cycles of a, a breakdown, of whatever you want to call it, an outbreak. I don't know. Um, and then she gets help. And then she's like good for a little while, but then gets into the serious relationship and then it all ends and it was all bad and it was the craziest relationship. And then it, the cycle continues. She's never just taken time for herself and sorted her brain out, sorted out her, her issues, sorted out what she has going on. Yeah. And so it's just never going to end. Um, so Amber comes out of, anger management and into perspective I feel like for me and for viewers because think about it nobody's going to be a perfect husband and nobody's going to be a perfect wife and it's going to be tough and you're going to have hard times and it working through things is a part of it so I think Mackenzie's part in this 
episode and this season is really helpful to a lot of people going through a similar situation or, you know, in, in realizing that you can get through things um, if, if both are willing to work. I mean, it seems like Josh wants, wants to work on it. And like we said, we hope that that's genuine and that stays, but if, if you know what I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I understand what you're talking about. It's, it is, you know, it's good to show that if you are willing to work, work, like you said, you can get through things like this. But I think that's such an important phrase, like if you're both, because you also can't like go into it being like, well, he needs to do the work and she doesn't need to do anything because if she needs to forgive and that's the work she needs to do. So if if she can get past that, which obviously we know now that they're back together and stuff, so obviously she was able to. But a lot of people can't forgive. A lot of people can't forget and put things aside. So I think that that's also an important thing to take away. Yeah, I mean, that's a great quality to have, too. I know that I'm not a very forgiving person. Like, I couldn't ever, like, I, I'm so, I hold so such grudges, I feel like, which is just not a good thing. I'm putting it out to the world that I have this awful quality. But um, I, I'm saying that because I commend her for that. It It's hard, and I think she's doing a really good job with everything going on. Um, how funny and how crazy did did you guys all think it was when he says, throw your ring into the water? <laughs> I was dying. Can we just pawn it? Like, can we, like, sell it? Can we melt it down? I don't, can we just, I don't know. That was just so. Yeah, it's not dry. like, you know, and they're, they're not a couple that's been on this show for, you know, years. They don't have the income as the, some of these other people are. No, and I'm just thinking about, like, I don't know, there's a woman kids. out there watching this that would die to have that ring, and she just threw it into the water. <laughs> um, So that was just insane. But I really, guess, like, out with the old and with the... <laughs> yeah, and what I was going to say, like, that was super cool to me. Besides the fact, after I got over the cringing of her throwing it into the water, because it's like, oh my god, that's real diamond. Um, Like, the producers were even, like, freaking out about it, but... After I got over that, I thought it was so super cool of him. And and it was just so cool of her to go with it. And, I mean, to me, that was an awesome, awesome moment. And I think she said it best because she said right after she did it, she goes, do you realize how good that felt? And I think it, for me, like, I watched her and you could just see she was throwing away all her, all her past with him. Yeah. All of it all of it so that they could start over and Josh is in the woods with a rose and it was really sweet. And he proposes, I mean, yeah. that guy is a man of lips, man, small amount of words, no words. <laughs> I agree. Um, it was a really sweet moment. Still think that there could have been a cheaper way to have that moment. Yes, me too. <laughs> I know. And I also think, I mean, if I'm going to put in my, thoughts which that's why we're all here um i do think that before the proposal there could have been a lot more maybe we didn't see it but a more of a build-up like you need to prove yourself buddy like this is very sweet but a little too soon i don't know yeah it it maybe it is because of the editing and because of like the way we're seeing it but it feels very quick uh very because it was like two episodes of like you know he he's done. I'm done with him. We're getting divorced. I gave him the papers, and now we're back together. 
Um, but I feel like that happens a lot on Team Mom, and I don't know if it's really because they're just so quick to forgive or so quick to turn around, you know, True. or and, if it's the editing. And, yeah, and we do know that they went to a the couple's retreat for those three days over the weekend or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, who knows what could have happened there. So. I mean, I wish them the best of luck. Hopefully it continues to work out, like I said. I mean, she's awesome. That girl, I think she's, like, such a great mom. Couldn't say enough great things about her, so I totally wish her the And also, she's going through all of this with what's going on with her mom, too. Like, you just gotta admire her. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, yes. (laughs) All I have to say. Speechless. Um... So we move on to Macy, who has Bentley, who is turning 11. Can you believe it, you guys? I feel like I watched this baby be born the other day. I I feel, I mean, we basically did. So um, we literally watched him be born. But, I mean, it is crazy. And, like, when you see, because I think it's hard, you know, we don't see Leah on the show that much because Amber doesn't have custody and Gary's not filming as much. We don't see... Um, what? Oh, that I was. Oh no, I was just kidding. That's a really good point. I was gonna let you finish it. Oh yeah, and Caitlin and you know they don't have their first child, and um, some you know the new two other people on the show now are both have children that are much younger. So really, Bentley is the only one we see that has like we've seen from beginning to now. Yeah, that's so true, and it's so funny for me. I'm the same age as them. Like I was. I'm about the same age as them. So like it's just crazy thinking about if what if I had an 11-year-old? That's insane. Yeah. Um but so he's such an Macy, amazing kid though. I I love him on the show. Oh, I mean her and Taylor as parents, there's no doubt that those kids are going to be great. I mean, they're awesome. So yeah. awesome. So Macy invites Mackenzie, Ryan, and obviously Jen and Larry to Bentley's birthday party. Um, Big step. Obviously, we know that there's this order of protection um, that's almost up, but not quite up yet. Um, But she really wanted to do this. She just said he's a great kid and he really deserves to have his siblings there. And Mackenzie replies back and she's just really uneasy about the restraining order and kind of this like dancing around text message. Comment below what you thought of that exchange in the beginning because it was really odd to me. Um, I didn't really understand what she was talking about, Mackenzie. Um, and then Macy kind of said the same thing. She goes, I don't really know how to reply, which I yeah. totally got. Mackenzie's I- always rubbed me in a weird way. Like ever since that, well, I liked her originally, but ever since that reunion that they had and she like had her little written letter to Macy about her like being upset with or scared for Ryan for being on drugs. Well, he was on drugs. It's just, yeah. and she's all like, you should have told me. It's like, you were his, like, what are you talking about? I should have told you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So ever since that point, like, I don't know. There's something, I yeah. don't Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, I just try to give everybody like the benefit of the doubt a lot, but Ryan, like, sorry, you're done. Yeah. Um, Macy knows that she talks a little bit about, she knows that the kids are going to be aware of the tension, like all of her kids in whatever situation, but she says it's more important for them to see 
um, that they can all come together for important events. And I think that was the motivation to having Ryan be there at the birthday party and Mackenzie with the other kids. So again, it just shows how great Macy is. Um, but then we get Ryan and Larry going at it about the birthday party. And Larry is just so right. And I just don't understand how Ryan is the way he is sometimes because it's so crazy that he can get so aggravated with his parents, but not listen to what they're saying. Um, you know, Ryan says that he went to jail because of the order of protection because of Macy and Taylor. And he's denying the allegations of, of him saying that he's going to go over there and blow hit Taylor's head, head off or whatever. Ryan takes um, a zero accountability all of the time. Zero, zero. And Larry said a great point, and I'm so happy he said this. He goes, I could say a lot of bad things about a lot of people, and I wouldn't go to jail. So there's no way you went to jail because of them saying you said something. That doesn't happen. The thing is, is that, Ryan, you messed up so many times, and you brought this on yourself. Like, no one made you do drugs. You chose to do drugs, which is what started all of this. And... Until you start taking some accountability, you're never going to change. And what he really needs to do is just sit back and say whatever anybody wants because he has so much trust to rebuild. And he feels like he can just come out of rehab, come out of prison, and everybody should just, like, accept that he's better now. But it's like, you've shown me time and time again that you can't be trusted, so why should I trust you? And I totally feel for Macy on this. Like, he should give Macy whatever she wants. And, you know, if it's if it's been years and it's still not changing, then do something about it. But this was, like what a month ago the sad part is though i do not think that ryan is sober i don't think he's in the state of mind to actually change his relationships or better his relationships with anybody i yeah. think he's Jean- the same as he's been for Jean- years. Uh, agrees with you in the chat says ryan was on something in this episode and Mackenzie is always trying to protect him even though she knows he's high on something yeah you said it i mean that's so true you you can tell and it's just so insane that Mackenzie. i almost want to like shake her like why do you keep having kids with him why are you with him why are you pretending to have this life that we know you don't have like this perfect life i feel like when someone wants something so bad which i think Mackenzie wants this perfect life they feel this extra urge to showcase to the world that they do it's like when you see someone on facebook overly posting happy couple photos usually and not always but usually if it's excessive like that there's something not right in their relationship and their relationship actually isn't doing good at all i think it's the same with her like the more she protects the more she stands up for ryan the worse their actual behind the scenes relationship is yeah i mean i just saw it she posted us um an insta story today or yesterday that I was watching and it was a picture of her holding baby Stella and then her son um, Jagger in the front just like watching TV and then Ryan's like in the way back and I just like held on to it just to see like the picture longer and Ryan is just like slumped over on his phone like just looks off to me Um, so I don't know it's just insane but I, I guess I guess we'll see how the birthday party goes because you know Macy's not going to be able to put up with anything. I so. think that Ryan 
just to add one more little thing, she just he's not, but I feel like he just should be so appreciative of the fact that Macy continues to still try to make things work so he can be in his son's life. Because most parents, I think by this point, would have been like, you know what, when he's older and can decide for himself, I'll, he'll decide that, but for now you're not going to be in his life. I would love to hear what Macy thinks, what she thought watching that golfing um, segment between him and Ryan, because that would be... Oh, she, she would be pissed. Yeah, it's insane. But, I mean, Taylor is like a God's, like God's gift to Earth for that family. He's such a great dad. You see through on social media all the time the videos of Bentley and Taylor playing sports and you just can see that he has that father, father figure and he knows that he, you know, he knows what it's supposed to be like. So it's just sad. But yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just glad. really grateful they have Taylor. Yes, for sure. Um, so Cheyenne decides that she's launching a clothing line for VLCAD. Super cool. Once again, like this girl does it all, I feel like. Um, Matt has not found an apartment yet, and I guess things are getting a little bit a little bit more tension here and there, she talks about. Um, but she mostly in this episode talks about wanting to start an event planning business, and her mom and grandmother have experience with that. So they, her and her friend, Remy, talk to them about it, and they totally support them. Um, great idea. I can't wait to see that unravel. I mean, she's just so perfect for it, like I've said yeah. many times. I'm so happy that she's bringing light. You know, Macy does it with um, her thing with, and then I'm, I can't think of the name right now, but, and then PTM. I'm glad that these girls are using their platforms to like spread awareness for these things that aren't talked about. Oh, you meant P uh, PCOS. Yes, PCOS. Thank you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's so cool. It's so great. And Kate with the mental illness, you know, advocating all the time and really talking about it and, and opening up to her fans is just so cool. These girls yeah. really are doing such a great job. Um, so It's so crazy the fact that this is happening on the show right now. And then the challenge, the season that he taped, is airing right now, like at the same time. And it's already done filming. So you see how like far back this was. Yeah. And then we also should be releasing an article, a, a Teen Mom News Daily article, um, talking a little bit about um, him being away at the challenge and filming. And Well, and then we know that she, you know, is pregnant when he's gone. Yeah, that's what I was also wondering. Like, did they know at that time or did she find out when he was away? I don't know, because they didn't tell, they didn't, like, make it a public thing until like right before they got the gender reveal. So she, I, th I think would have had to have been like three months in. I think that I, I don't trying to remember how long it takes to be able to get the gender two, three months. So I don't um, know if she knew yet or if she was even pregnant when he asked her this. Okay. Cause I, we, Cause she still hasn't we, had the baby. No, she's 38 weeks today. So, I think it could have been very well that she either wasn't or didn't know she was pregnant when he asked this. I... Yeah, that's true. I think she, I think timing wise, cause she's due in two weeks. So I think she would have known, like she, de she definitely would have known by the time because they taped, you think about it, Ryder had gotten sick the beginning of December 
and he had gotten back like right after that. So middle of December and it was taping for two months. Right. So they were probably taping October, November. Yeah. And, um, but the, and the Amber stuff, the leaks came out in August. It's hard to figure out these timelines. Yeah, it is, but whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out anyway. Um, it was really cute. So we move, move on to that whole, you know, I was just going to say ending with um, Cheyenne's segment was it was nice to see a little bit of Taylor because I don't feel like I've been able to kind of like build a relationship with her through watching this show yet, if that makes any sense. Um, I haven't been able to read her very well. And that little moment was really sweet to me. Um, we move on to Kate, who feels very affected like I said in the beginning, by these the leaked audio of Amber's fight. So she goes to see her psychiatrist, and, um, you know, they just kind of show these tweets and all these messages of people saying that Kate and the other girls condone verbal attacking and violence to a partner in front of a child. Yeah, I think it's, it's hard because obviously when I heard the audio... It, you can't like there's no way you can condone that at all like it's there it's just so wrong what happened but like I also know that they live in this world where lies and stuff are spread about them all the time so I, I don't know if she was like battling with that because I know like they all eventually came on their social medias and you know they said like you know she's our friend we don't condone this and I don't think like anyone that has a child can condone this but it's also this person that you've known for a long time so it's really it's hard like what do you what do you do yeah, that's true. But, I mean, they didn't know at the time. They didn't hear that leaked mm-hmm. audio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like once they did, then they definitely, all of them post on their social media, you know, we don't condone this. But Yeah, that's true. Um, and, I mean, none of them condone it. I don't know. People are just so crazy. They, they're just, Tyler said it the best. He said there's a difference between condoning and supporting. He was there for his dad throughout all of his drug things and you know, illegal crap, and he went to court and he supported him. Does he condone condone doing heroin or whatever he did? No. Um, yeah, I it's, think there's a fine line with how how far you take that, but yeah, it's very it's you know and you know we're not living it. It's not something that we were a part of, so it's harder because we're extending from this like third party view. But you know, this is somebody that Caitlin and Amber have always been very close. They've always bonded very much over their issues they both have mental health issues and I think it's hard when you know a version of someone and then you see this other version that you don't really know because they don't you know they're not around each other 24 7 um so I think it's like really hard for Caitlin because it's like the person I know is not that person in her head you know yeah no that yeah that's a good that's a great point um it's difficult. It's such a difficult situation. Uh, I'm, again, really glad that we get to watch these difficult situations play out as unfortunate as they are. But it really, sh- you know, sheds light into that these things do happen and how um, maybe others can handle it. If you have a friend going through something like this, how is Caitlin handling it? Or, you know, there are, there are benefits to being able to see these things, I really do believe, even though they're really hard to deal with and really hard to see. Yeah, um, yeah but... I don't think anyone can listen to the audio or like see the text messages and be like, you know what, I think 
Amber was in the right. Like, no one thinks Amber is in the right on this. Like, 100% no. she's 100% in the wrong. She needs to, to, like, like I said, like, no one's taking accountability in all of these situations. She's the person that needs to start taking accountability for her own actions. And if she needs to go somewhere and get help like Caitlin did, like, Caitlin went away for when she got really bad. She went away for months and she got the help she needed. So, Amber, like, maybe you need to do that. Maybe you need to take a step back and you need to go away and, like, not focus on relationships or filming or this because also because she kept saying well this stuff being leaked is going to affect my children but it's like if you hadn't have done that it wouldn't you wouldn't have to worry about that so yeah. I think I think Kayla could be a huge asset to her right now of like this is what you should do because she's been there when she's gotten to she's that she's been there but the difference between them is I think Amber has a lot more going on than Caitlin just because I think Amber has the the anger management like the anger like Caitlin never yeah Caitlin has a depression point he had to hurt anybody else like she wanted to harm herself so she needed to get help with that but Amber has that on top of like all these diagnosed mental illnesses and anger and suicide thoughts just everything so she really needs to just go get help yeah yeah, I think she needs to stop thinking huh. about anything else but, like, I need to go and get to a point where I can not be afraid that I will do this again. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely. Well, this was a crazy episode. We, I mean, they jam-packed a ton into this episode and the previous episodes just in the beginning of the season. So I'm super excited to see where they where this all plays out, where these girls end up. Um, I do have a little bit of news and gossip for you. So, Ryder turned three yesterday on April 7th. Corey and Cheyenne celebrated their little girl with a birthday party quarantine style, like we all are, um, hence the virtual (laughs) um, setup over here. And uh, uh, no family or friends were there, but they called in video chat and watched Ryder open her birthday presents, which was such a great idea so cute um and then we talked a little bit about earlier but taylor self um selfridge is 38 weeks pregnant today so her and Corey's new baby girl will be making her grand appearance in the next couple of weeks i feel like this chick has been pregnant for so long um i just i don't know i've been seeing her on social media pregnant for so long now (laughs) i can't believe she's still pregnant but only 30 such a such a crazy time to be um, but so keep hope having a baby and be pregnant oh yeah oh yes it really really is crazy um so do you want to do a little bit of predictions for next week do you have any that you could possibly throw out um i definitely in predicting we're gonna have to if we've gotten to the place where we know the challenge is happening we're gonna get to the place where i'm really looking forward to seeing Corey tell cheyenne that taylor is pregnant um just because he he said oh she said this but i feel like they had to have caught that on camera so i want to see really was she okay with it because i know she was always wanting to have the next baby um i mean i'm intrigued to see how this is all going to play out with ryan and macy uh, I don't think it's going to play out well. I think Ryan's going to let his ego get to him like he always does. Um, and yeah, and I think, you know, 
Caitlin is going to really need to lean on her friends and family and therapists right now because I think that with the whole Amber stuff coming out, that she's going to have a really hard time with it. Continued. Oh, I totally agree. Um, My predictions would be um, this will help Caitlin, um, everything with Amber will help Caitlin become stronger in her own mental health by helping and watching Amber go through this tough time. I really just think this could just help her um, and and help her build herself up in that sense. Um, I wonder if Taylor will see Ryder um, while Corey is gone. So we'll see how that relationship plays out and if Taylor's help to Cheyenne um, or not. But I feel like, and I might be wrong, I, I feel like Taylor maybe went away guys. to her family or something while she, while Corey oh. was gone. But I could be wrong. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Or I'm sure they'll say something about something. We'll see. But on the next, which I'm really excited, like I keep saying, this season has just really blown me away. Sometimes there's been some Teen Mom 2 seasons where I've been have been a little lagging in the beginning um, for me, but this one's so great. So on the next, Macy admits that Ryan did not look sober at Bentley's birthday party. Shocker, everyone. Whoa. Um, McK- yeah. Mackenzie is getting back into a past hobby, which is exciting for her. Um, which just kind of gives me the thought that she's really taking the steps to become her own person, regardless of the fact that her and Josh are working on their relationship. So that's a really good, good sign in my eyes. Um, Kate doesn't want their friend that they bailed out of jail to sit around the house and do nothing all day. So she tells her that it's not going to make her happy. Um, Amber goes to court and Cheyenne has a talk with Matt about where the relationship stands. So I think the next week we get the boot. Matt gets the boot, but we'll see. Um, I'm just shouting out everyone in our chat today. Thank you for joining. Jean, Michelle, um, beautiful boy. It's been great having you, watching you chat along. Jean's prediction is that he, or she, sorry, I don't really, I'm not 100% sure, hopes that MTV takes a stand against domestic violence and finally fires Amber. Um, but thank you guys for chatting along with us. If you can go ahead and make sure, give us a thumbs up if you're watching us on YouTube. Like us, send a comment. If you are on iTunes, give us those five stars. Uh, that would really mean a lot to us. Leave a comment there as well. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Like Bree said, like comment subscribe all the things above it'll really help us out and we're excited for next week thank you guys so much brie where can we find you you guys can find me at brie b-r-i underscore phipps p-h-i-p-p-s twitter instagram tiktok everywhere everywhere she goes everywhere <laughs> um you can find me on instagram tiktok anything at mackenzie fane thank you guys so much for joining us we'll be here virtually next week <laughs> have a good one our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. <laughs> 